0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
1: The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze.
2: Hi, I'm blonde Danny Beard. And I'm cruiser Billy Ange. And this week on the Gothic Gaze podcast, Danny's got caught
3: out on Billy's groupies. Billy's been to see a play. Ooh, ah, ooh, a play. And we help a listener who's struggling with their gender identity.
2: and welcome to the Gossip Gaze podcast with me, Danny Peard. And me, DJ Billy Ooh, Andrew. That's and on the remix. That is a <laughs> remix. <laughs> and this podcast is two queers in your ears, talking all things from our community. Mm-hmm. Having fun, eating shit, talking shit. So if you like to eat shit, talk shit, chat shit, listen to
3: shit.
2: And when I say shit, I mean good shit. Then... This is the podcast for you, baby.
3: Yes, and if you want to get in touch with us, share a dilemma, funny story, or anything else, camp crazy or what, Cuckoo. then you can do that by emailing us letters at gossipgayspod.com. You can DM us on Instagram at gossipgazepod, and we're bang on about it, but we've got a WhatsApp. We've got
2: a WhatsApp! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we do. the description of this podcast tells you how you can get in touch via that WhatsApp number. It's basically a number. Mm. It's a number. It's it's 11 of them. And it's a business account, it and says. They, oh, oh, God, we're a business. Be, don't tell the tax man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we start with zero, 07 and the rest will follow. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Billy, what have you been up to this
3: week? Oh, my lordy. Well, this week... Oh, I Oh, my went... lordy. There's a throwback. <laughs> I know. I, well, this week, I went to go watch a play. And when I say play, I'd... I'd... Plays sound boring to me. I I didn't go see Shakespeare.
2: So, this is it. So, my fella says this. Mm.
3: My fella, I just slipped that in.
2: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Slipping in my ass. Why don't you slip it in my ass sometime? Uh, Plays are boring. Plays are boring. But I do not think plays are boring. I've never seen... I've always been... Do you want to see 222?
3: I do want to see Pony. that. Me Pony. I do want to see Rag me Fucking Pony. Rag me
2: Fucking Pony. I've got, I can't see it here. It's not on the soundboard. Cheryl
3: Cheryl Poole. Cheryl Poole. <laughs> Cheryl Poole. <laughs> you fucking what, man? They just want a picture. They fucking what, man? They fucking, <laughs> fucking what, man?
2: Anyway, that, that's a play.
3: That there was the know. point. That was yeah. the point. <laughs> <laughs> that's a play. But I went to... Like, I'm going to be honest with the people in the room right now and the listener. The Ooh. reason why I chose to see this play is because it's called Cruise and it's about gay man. <laughs> yeah. And I thought... Are we going to see some nudity? Are we going to... So you went for a bit of live cock. <laughs> I thought... Do you remember
2: Daniel Radcliffe did a- Aqueous the Play And he yes. got his
3: little nubbin out. He did, and the pictures swarmed the internet. Swam- and honestly... he's with I- that
2: horse. I, well, I was expecting Daniel Radcliffe to have a schlong. It was like a kidney bean.
3: It was like an aircon.
2: Oh, I'm not. Ju- like, listen, I'm not a size queen. <laughs> you should be proud of it. I'm sure the aircon was on in the theater. We I can't think judge because do you know what? I've seen mine on the way in from a night out, like, and <laughs> it's like a fucking belly button.
3: Absolutely, absolutely. Daniel Radcliffe's little philosopher's stone. <laughs> bless him. <laughs> So, go on, was the nudity? There was no nudity, but I can't scream about this play enough. It was incredible. The guy wrote it and stars in it, and there's also um, like a guy who does the sound and he's in the corner. So, it's called Cruise? It's called Cruise, and it's about the AIDS crisis in the 80s, and it's incredible. The set, the way it moves. What? So, like when they start getting hearing aids and stuff? No, the HIV crisis. I'm joking, Gary I'm joking. <laughs> but the guy is incredible. He does lots of like, movement and he does the voices <laughs> for all the people. I'd it's, it's Multi, Multi-character. Multi-character, but he plays them all. And it's kind of like a one-man play. And that, to me, if you wrote that down on paper, I'd be like, I'm not saying that, it sounds shit. A one-man play? One-man play. Um, but it's incredible. Wow. Honestly, incredible. I cried, I laughed, I came away from it and we got a little... Well, we went to this Indian called the Tiffin Room. It's gorgeous there. Oh, I've heard of this in Manchester, Beautiful. the Tiffin Room. Yes, it's right next to Home Theatre where this play is. Um, me and Martin sat in silence for about, I'd say, the first 15 minutes of us sitting down to eat, we were stunned by the play. Stunned, shocked, emotionless. Because Emotion... all our emotions came out. Oh, I'm emotional now. Really? It was incredible. People stood up at the end. Everyone were crying and clapping. So it it's
2: on at home, Manchester.
3: Home, It's been in the West End in London ah. for a little bit. It's already been there and now it's up in Manchester. So if you're Manchester-based, it's on until, I think, the 12th of August. Grab tickets. Highly recommended. Oh, incredible. Yeah. It's not a musical. You know, I love a bit of razzle-dazzle. It's none of that. It's um... <laughs> <laughs> But it's so good. It's so good. The guy's amazing. Well, I've been to Belfast
2: Ging. Top of the morning to Top you. Top of the morning to you. I hung out with my best pal John. Blah, 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 blah.
3: You did, and I saw you on a picture with the Viv as well. So was it a gig with the Viv? It was winner, winner. Right. So what was Jamba's? I was she just there for the party, or she was she there performing? Well, Jamba's. <laughs> she was there.
2: She was there for the fucking party, darling. Fallen. It's Jamba's, darling. Mm. If there's a fucking cork sound anywhere in the <laughs> within a fifty mile radius of Jamba's, she's there. Right, fab. <laughs> um, there. So Jamba's was there. Blue Hydrangea was there.
3: Oh wow! So it's like a drag race.
2: Well, they Night were, out? Well, uh, me and Viv were booked. Okay. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Got, <you. laughs> yeah. got you. I love me sister, Jambas. So she's... A, and you know what? It was actually one of the, the best shows I've done in a while. And I love being with the Vivian who... She's kind of on a similar level mm-hmm. to me. She does kind of similar what I do. She's a live vocalist. Yeah.
3: You've known her years as well, going back... We, Girl, we used
2: to go out in the clubs years ago. She used to look like Jeffree Star back in the day. A little fucking pink drawn on eyebrow.
3: Right, okay.
2: A little tiny handbag with another little tiny bag of horse tranquilizer (laughs) in it. (laughs) Like, we used to go out in the the towns. Around the towns and everything. Bloody hell. So we had an absolute scream. Got you. The gig was fab. We went out to Boombox. And the guys in Boombox in Belfast always, 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 always look after us. Boombox? Is that a good club So something? I'm just asking. I don't know. Oh, I don't know she, what it is. She'll be Googling it next. Hi, my name's DJ Billy Andrew from a podcast. <laughs> Are you looking for a pride, DJ? Yeah.
3: Um, that. That's yeah, really shop. good. Uh, fab, really good. And any other stories from Belfast? Well,
2: yes. Go on then. I met our favourite drunk listener. <gasps> what? At the meet and greet. She went, Full you come. know me. <laughs> you <laughs> know me. What? And I went, I know you. She went, yeah. I mean, this is my Irish, it's a bit ropey It's Forgive me, it's early morning. And I've had to have a Greg's coffee because me, me Starbucks delivery said he left her at the front door and he never. What a bastard. Fucking asshole. Three fucking frappes I ordered. I know, because I White was... chocolate mocha, might I had <laughs> Extra pump of vanilla syrup. I'm on a Zen pick. That you, was a treat.
3: <laughs> you down them.
2: I'm telling I, you, you now. I'm telling you now, I hope he shit his fucking knickers <laughs> on the way round the corner <laughs> down to <laughs> them because there was an extra shot in each one. Um... So I met her at the meet and greet. Mm. Was she a scream? Was she everything I wished for? Oh, more? really? The funniest bitch. They say, don't meet your idols. Well, I met mine and she's fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> she was fucking amazing. And then she was in Boombox. Right. So now, you
3: parted with Trump Listener?
2: Well, there was a barrier between us, but we partied. <laughs> Security. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Of course we did. But um, obviously we were getting like, you know, we've been out, so we've been getting you know, drinks. Got oh, yeah, Viv loves tequila, so we had fucking bottles of tequila on the table. Right, and okay. I don't drink, obviously, so I was slaughtered. Yes. Um, And apparently, I've forgotten until I arrived in the studio today, we may have sent a, a voice note <sighs> together into oh, the show. Right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Um, so... I'm ready for it. Are you ready for this? I don't know. I'm nervous. Can you remember what was said? I really do. OK.
2: Oh, my God. I'm in Belfast and I've met our favourite listener. Drunk girl. Sarah. 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 Billy. Billy Cool. <laughs> Sing it. Billy. Billy Cool. <laughs> my name now.
1: Billy
2: doesn't matter. <laughs> Daddy. Daddy Cool. Charlie, Charlie, come I'm going to
3: regret this tomorrow, oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Drunk Girl, oh my... Sa- Sarah, you, well, you... Drunk
2: Girl's got a new name and I prefer Drunk Girl. I, I actually want girl. Sarah to change her birth certificate by default to Drunk Girl. First name I'm looking drunk. very shiny on these cameras today, I always had. Shiny
3: Shiny shiny. got a new
2: serum, sorry, that, oh was, I, that was very ADHD of me. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> wow. how fun is she?
3: Oh, she sounds fun, do you know what? I'm glad you met her.
2: I'm and fa- I'm glad she's
3: everything that you, you wanted and more. By she's the stunning. Yeah. She's
2: fabulous. She's Fab. an icon. She's a legend. She's global. <laughs> when I was in Australia, people were singing, Danny, Danny Cool. Oh, my God. And I was speaking to her about it, and she was like, honestly, that's just my reach.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fab, I love her. I love her. Oh, my God. Well, thank you very much, Sarah Drunk Girl. I,
2: I... No, that's just keep.
3: Oh, sorry. Favourite drunk listener. Sorry. Drunk sorry, listener. Sorry, Sarah. But
2: it's kind of ruining the illusion, eh? Got you. It's like when you see RuPaul and a trackies and a sliders, it just ruins it. a bit. Right?
3: Yeah. Okay. Drunk <laughs> girl. Drunk <laughs> girl. Should
2: we move on with the show? Let's move on with the show. We got a good one today. I hope so. A really good one. And actually, I just want to say, can we do snack of the week ASAP? Absolutely. So we've got a bit of an,
3: an orange. An orange. How do you say it? The, the coffee's kicking in. It's working faster. Are you all right? An origin story of this snack of the week. This snack of the week has been brewing. <laughs> we go. Let's it's move on. It's been building. Let's go. The Goss and Gays. Snack of the week time. Oh, my
2: days, girls, gays and theys. <sighs> that was a poem. Rish. And I didn't even mean it. <laughs> oh, that didn't rhyme either. No, but that was a rap. That was a rap. Oh, no. it's just, What do they call them? You can have a poem that doesn't rhyme and it's called a. Well, you
4: can have a neo rhyme.
2: Sam, you're a fucking teacher, aren't a poem,
4: you? A poem that doesn't rhyme to the poem. <sighs> Shut up, turn his mic off. <laughs> did, did you mean you were thinking of a haiku? A
2: haiku. But well, that has
4: to be a certain amount of syllables.
2: <sighs> oh, fuck. Well, I'm now. dyslexic. I with the right amount, right? <laughs> so, this <laughs> this um, schneck at a week, this week,
3: comes to you all the way from Australia. Oh, right. So, this is left over from your Australian tour.
2: This is from okay. my Australian tour. So, listen, when people bring me gifts for Snack of the Week to meet and greet, someone brought me a pack of Space Raiders and some jellies this week to Did they? to Belfast. Well, of course, Space Raiders aren't going to last all the way oh on the fucking...
3: Oh, my God, I happened ...on that. the Lingus flight. Do you think when we do our Edinburgh show, slight plug, do you think people will bring us <laughs> some snacks then? <laughs> I think
2: people will be bringing Snack of the Week to the shows, the live okay. shows. It's, it's a given. It happens to me all the time. Right. And I won't lie... I do nine times out of ten forget to bring them. But I'm going to not from now on because this has been in my fridge for about six months.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is it in
3: date still? Can we just double check? Yeah, 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 yeah. Things in Australia don't go off. To be fair, can I just say what it is? Oh, shit. We've not even said what it is. It's called a candy can and it's birthday cake flavored drink. Now, that to me sounds like it would never go off. Birthday
2: cake, zero sugar. Might I add? Flavoured fizzy drink. Flavoured. F- I'm going to love this.
3: I think it sounds absolutely vile. Do you like cream soda? Now,
2: I like... I've Am- got the cogs taken.
3: Taking. taking. A- <laughs> Turning. Um, I like American cream soda or South African cream soda, which is green.
2: Oh, uh, all right. You suck on a South African cocktail.
3: <laughs> I do, yeah. <laughs> why is it green? I don't know why it's green, but when I was a kid, we used to have um, cream soda, and it was green, and I never found it again until I met Maud, and he was like, our cream soda's green. What, is the Irish as well? Yeah, I've the, got the Irish, <laughs> and then I'm... So, listen, this, I, I like a float.
2: You like floor, a float?
3: Like, like... like imagine ice we, cream. Ice cream on top cream. of this would I don't like ice cream floats. Fizzy drink and ice... Ooh. Oh. oh, it's fizzing, at least it's still...
2: Oh my days! The smell—I can smell the raspberry. Right. I can smell the filling. <laughs> I can smell vanilla. I can smell. I can smell. Ber- Do you know what I can smell? Go on. Birthday cake. Right.
3: I can <laughs> smell that from here. Oh, you can smell. Oh yeah, I can smell that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, clear you drink it. I. What's your first thought? I
2: would not say I couldn't... F- can I taste birthday cake? <laughs> Let me go again.
3: <laughs> I mean, it looks minging. Can you see the colour of it? I was what what, what, what colour cool is it? it? It's just
2: clear. It looks like lemonade.
3: Right, okay. Are we getting any flavour here? I'm going to have to pass it pass that round for you. Cheers, on. love.
2: I can't tell you what I can taste. The fact it's zero and it's so super sweet is very
3: nice. That isn't birthday cake to me, I'm sorry. Birthday cake flavoured, like, we have those fiber one bars or whatever they're called when oh, we're on diet. Oh,
2: 90 calorie bars.
3: 90 calorie bars. And Woo, those are birthday girl. cake flavoured. This is raspberry soda. Yeah,
2: it's raspberry Do want vanilla it, soda. You hey,
4: I'm going to pass on tasting this one. All right. I, can, I can smell it and it's making me feel a bit...
2: Also, he knows you were in Newcastle this weekend, DJ, and probably <laughs> sucked a million dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: to, be be fair, to, a to be fair,
4: yeah, maybe Did not. Did you suck too many dicks in Newcastle?
3: I may, have sampled, <laughs> I may have sampled some things in Newcastle this weekend. This
4: is a bit of a different snack of the week. But, <laughs> yeah. eight,
3: I, it was a snack. <laughs> it was a whole <laughs> meal. It was a whole <laughs> meal, baby.
2: So hang on, let's just get, can we just not veer too much off course, says me. But that's what a, are we thinking? What are we
3: thinking? That's a ah-ah uh, uh, from me. No, thumbs don't, down. Don't advertise it as birthday cake when it's not. Like, I... I well, what, would you buy it if it said raspberry fucking... But this would be a thing I'd buy once and never again because it's You'd not it advertised. You buy it for someone's birthday. Do you remember you can get birthday cake popcorn? What was it? Do you remember H used to buy you it all the birthday time? Birthday cake popcorn? Yeah, every birthday. She used to buy us birthday cake popcorn. I don't remember. Oh, it was gorgeous.
2: I don't remember.
3: That is a snack of the weekend. That tasted like birthday cake
2: this I think the problem is it's because it's a thin liquid. If if it was a milkshake, you could get the flavour across. Well, of course, because
3: you, you just blend a cake down, darling. Put, yeah, it, in yeah, can, course, put yeah. it in a can. Put it in a can. So what are we saying? We don't like it? Don't like it. Don't buy it. It's sugar-free, though, but if you like raspberry, how much was it?
2: I feel like it, it was a gift. I don't know.
3: Oh right! So, so, so well, I, I have like... to
2: say they bought me two of these zero cans. Well, do you remember what the other one was? No, a fucking nightmare because it burst right, in my okay. case. Is what it was. Nightmare
3: <laughs> in a can. I was in a fucking <laughs> I bet you hotel. Flipped. Did, did you flip?
2: I didn't flip. No, I had an assistant with me who flipped because they had to wash all my
4: knickers. Right. <laughs> God, <yeah. laughs> so. Fabulous. I don't know. Just to answer your question, you can buy it for a quid. Oh, a quid. Oh, for a pound, then yeah, give it a whirl if. If it's On Amazon. Uh on a They've also got an Amazon. Accado!
3: no, i not you, know. Tory Wanker. Oh it's God. the top. <laughs> it's the top Google result. Oh my God! It's the top Google result. No, Sam, Sam orders on a cardo, is a Tory? I'm Honest sorry. To I, isn't that a Tory thing? A yeah. cardo. A cardo. I'm gonna be, oh, I'm please. Ne- I don't know. Do you know what, what else is? I'd, I've never used a cardo. I
4: don't know what it is. Do you know what else is? God.
2: Little waitros. Not just <gasps> normal waitros. Little, Little. waitros. Oh my God. Little waitros. They're too scared to call it like. Waitros light. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Waitrose teeny extra, <laughs> too cheap. Too Povo. cheap, yeah. Got Tesco extra. There's nothing extra about it. No. It's a little waitrose. Yeah, a little teeny, Ooh, teeny, little waitrose. Little teeny, tiny Tory fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> right, let's move on with the show. <laughs>
3: let's move on. <laughs> well, we'll be back with your listeners' letters right after this little short break. But first, are you a loyal listener of the dotted plays? By the way, we drop on Mondays and Thursdays. Do you laugh out loud? Ready for our release? <laughs> Release me. Willies. Uh, Willies. (laughs) Willies.
2: These Greg's coffees are good.
3: Uh, Well, why not tell your besties, your fellow queens, your allies all about the gossip days. Spread the love by spreading the podcast. Share this episode on WhatsApp now. And we'll give you a few moments while you listen to us talk about probably um, Audible or Sky or something else. Some other big brand deal (laughs) that's
2: paying for all of these (laughs) Greg's coffees. (laughs)
3: <laughs> <laughs> ah, forty down. Right, welcome back to... What the... were you doing that bit, are you? Oh, do you want to do it? No, Sorry, no,
2: no, I no, wouldn't have said me. No, no, I oh, no right. I'm, d- I'm just the presenter, you know what I mean? Go on, do it. You're No, 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 you're a presenter as well now. I forgot you're on Virgin Radio. I welcome, am actually listening you're welcome.
3: to... By the way, do you want to be on my show one week? Because I had bar <laughs> last week. <laughs>
2: Go and read that book. <laughs> <laughs>
3: right, well, this is the part of the podcast where we, management. Where, where we answer your listeners' letters, <laughs> your questions and dilemmas. Um, we can share our opinions on whatever is troubling you. Remember, a problem shared is a problem halved. And if you share it on a podcast, we've got thousands of listeners, so it's cut into even more. Well, actually, of... it's millions now. Oh Yeah, sorry, thanks. Because I streamed
2: the same podcast episode, like, at least five million times. Do you? No, I never listen back.
3: <laughs> right. Well, this says Hello, beautiful people. I've been questioning my gender for a little while now. I know I'm not a woman, but I'm definitely not cisgendered. I have a beard and long hair, but I've always wanted to rock a frock and I don't know how to approach it with my husband. He's super welcoming to me, but I just don't think he'll find it attractive. How do you even approach the conversation that sometimes I'm a manly man that does DIY and also sometimes I'm they them? Picture attached for your reference. Although I have dreads now, I can't wait to see you in Edinburgh soon. All My Hugs, Loves and Bubbles. Ooh. Ooh. Cheers for the bubbles, baby. <laughs> We've not got them, though. From what I'm getting from the letter, they are they-them. Non-binary, potentially. They don't feel cisgendered. Uh-huh. They don't know how to approach it with their husband.
2: I mean, just pop this podcast episode on and go, that's me. Done. Yeah. Do- <laughs> I don't
3: think... Is it that easy I'm joking, to do of that? Of course
2: it's not. But also, I feel like, just like with any kind of coming out, it's when you're ready. Mm-hmm. There's no pressure. Yeah. And also, you know, the people around you might not take it the way that you want it. That you want it to go. Yeah. That is something you've got to be prepared to, to, to face. Mm. And I'm not trying to put anybody off. No. I'm just saying that is a fact that might happen. But, you know, if you super. Super welcoming. What I mean, this, this I don't know. Like, you feel like if this was me and I was worried, maybe I'd be like, go out and drag sometime with them or something. I don't know, like, ease man
3: in. Got ya. Yeah. I I I think when people are coming out as non-binary, like you, you did it during lockdown. Actually, yeah, didn't you? Yeah. yeah, and it, it actually really like wasn't a big. Deal to any of your mates? or I've you...
2: always thought of it like this. Like, for me, it was always a personal thing, and I came out as gay, and I thought, I don't really want to have to come out again. Like, I just feel like it's just something I should know. Yeah. And part of me sometimes thinks, did I just come out in a hurry of that? Because on the podcast, it was sort so, like I was talking about, it was how I was feeling right then. Yeah. I don't regret it or anything, don't of get course. me wrong. And definitely, I feel like, I've spoke to you about this privately, but since my... Drag became so much more fem. Mm. I felt less fem out of drag, and felt like I went more masculine out of drag.
3: You did a little bit, yeah. But like
2: at the time, I remember I was rocking around the
3: fucking in skirts and
2: dresses. Oh, was, yeah, in the you, yeah, I was you fucking... were. Uh, so I don't know, like, and I think people's gender expression is. Always changing, changing and evolving. evolving, definitely. And it and it is and it can be fluid like that. Definitely. And like I I don't mind he, they. When I'm in drag, I like she, yeah, they. Like, I don't mind any of the pronouns.
3: Do you know what I mean? Can I just say sometimes when I'm trying to somebody about you and they maybe listen to this podcast or they don't really know you know you yeah. and they use they them pronouns for you they like refer to you as they but then I sometimes say he, he. and then I kind of like see the look on the face and being like well that's the busy mate and, <laughs> and, and, and they're and misgendering that, and, yeah and they're misgendering but then I've spoke to my um our friend Liv about this and then we overthink and then we're like shit like they must think that we're knobheads. Do you no, know what I mean? Like we never so in our head about you it. You
2: know me the most out of anyone. You, exactly. Why would you get it wrong?
3: Exactly. So that's that.
2: You know, that's not on you. That's not on anyone. And this is the other thing for me. Like, I'm not trans. That isn't my story. That isn't my path in life. Yeah. So I don't also kind of want to take away from that for for my trans of brothers course. and sisters and siblings. Yeah. So I I I, I don't know I've, I. For me, that's how I feel about it anyway, which is hopefully just by sharing that as maybe give an insight. But coming back to the letter and how do I even approach the conversation that sometimes I'm a manly man and sometimes I'm a they then. I mean, if the time is right, the time is right. You approach it. You just just say, listen, I have these, these feelings. How would it make you feel? I also think as well, like... And being, sorry, I'm being sympathetic to also him and his feelings and how open a conversation. And maybe you don't even need to open the conversation up about you at first. Maybe we can use icons like Sam Smith. Yeah. And we can open a conversation about Sam and be like, what do you think of them? And and their gender identity. And sometimes Sam dresses very manly. And sometimes Mm
3: -hmm. Sam dresses very, if you like, they them. Oh, feminine, feminine. I think I think get a really nice skirt because skirts are in at the minute. But <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think pop yourself on a Use code <laughs> Billy Fifty for this. <laughs> I do think get a nice skirt. And you know what? Out like like growing up, we never saw really um, male presenting people in female clothes. Really, I don't imagine like. But now you see all the kids on TikTok doing it. People wearing skirts. And I think boys in skirts is actually quite sexy. Oh, do you know? As long as it's not like a fucking cheap-ass skirt from Primark and like a nice-looking one. Do you know right, what I mean? Okay. Do you know what I mean? Get yourself a nice skirt. Spend a bit of money on it. Don't, not a three-quidder from Primark. they look a bit cheap. And then just maybe <sighs> dance around the house in it and see how you feel.
2: Like a little slutty mini skirt that's like ribbed <laughs> for hair pleasure.
3: <laughs> Rubber. <laughs> I think, yeah, just just open the conversation like you said, maybe speak about Sam or somebody else. I'll just say, look, this is how I'm feeling. Sometimes I don't feel like male, and I don't feel cisgendered. And, I...
2: and also, but that doesn't change me or who I am or, exactly. ha- or what I'm going to be. I think, I think it's, I think it is a different and a much harder conversation for our trans siblings to yeah. say. Listen, you know, I'm. I'm not male anymore, and I'm going to be female. That's a whole other conversation, yeah. and 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 in some respects, you've got to appreciate a, a tougher one. Definitely. So, re- realistically, I think you know this doesn't really change much, and I don't want to. I don't mean that to invalidate your feelings, your journey, any of that. Yeah. But I do think. That I should help maybe take the load off a little bit mentally for you to prepare that for this combo.
3: Definitely. Especially because you said that how do you sometimes even approach the conversation that I'm sometimes a manly man and then sometimes say them it seems like you're on this fluid gender spectrum, so it's not like you're one or the other, it's like you just float in between, don't which is forget, completely fine.
2: He already knows the manly man. Oh. Does he know that then in the in your I air? did, yeah. Um the Oh was that the iPad? The iPad just told me that Someone from BBC Factual today at 10.30 wants to meet. But I'm unfortunately busy, (laughs) Julie. (laughs) Sorry, darling, I'm really busy at the moment. BBC Factual can wait. Uh, No, because then we won't be able to hear the the things, Sam. Thank you. You just stick to sitting in the corner and looking pretty, (laughs) (laughs) love. Oh, I felt like a misogynist then. (laughs) Slap you on the ass. Go and get us a tea, darling. Um, but what I'm trying to say is, he already knows the manly man. Yeah, of course. You know, yeah. and that's not changing. Exactly. From what you're saying. So don't don't overthink it. Don't, don't. overthink it. I'll see you in Edinburgh Fab. with your dreads, with a little kitten heel on and
3: <laughs> bubbles. Please keep your um, sending your listeners' letters like, in. We are here to help you debate do- those dad. Di- de- <laughs> and bring peace to the queer community. Peace out, baby. Wow. <laughs> there we go. Fabulous. Right, Sam, here we go. We've got the news. Welcome to the show. Thank oh, you. Please hello. say there's some fucking good news
4: going on this week. Oh. You're
2: always doom and gloomy. and like, listen to us. We're
3: having a good day. You
4: think, do you think I'm doom and glooming? What is
3: on your t-shirt? You, you're looking cute today, Sam. You're in like your little pink top, your Thanks. little short shorts. You've got your thighs out. Yeah. Looks like I'm the what problem.
2: I thought that was a penis. It's a rabbit. <laughs> <there's
3: three> rabbits. <laughs> there's three rabbits.
4: Well, that's Says, cute. Where's like that from? No, it's from Urban Outfitters. I don't buy from ASOS because it never fits me. too much. I can never find... (laughs) Or too short. Oh, here, here.
1: Same.
2: Um, Same. Well, I don't buy from Giacomo no more, so don't worry about it. (laughs) I saw
4: this fun thing about pink, right? Apparently there's some uh, psychology with men and wearing the colour pink. And there was a study that found that um, men that wore pink... A queer... No, yes, that's it. <laughs> go on, <back>. move on. <laughs> no, sorry, go no, on. Basically, um, men who had uh, bad self-esteem or just generally low self-worth felt really emasculated when they wore pink. And then men who um, felt good about themselves actually felt more confident and powerful when they wore pink.
3: Oh, when I wear pink, I feel like I'm fucking legally blonde. I'm ready to take the day on. <laughs> I'm ready to take down anybody. <laughs> hey Barbie, want to come for a ride? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know why I
2: said that like Gollum. I know Yes, <laughs> <laughs> um sam that was thrilling bit of information but
4: please tell me the news (laughs) thanks Um, (laughs) okay so there are a couple rough ones but they're really important like it'd be wild to just not mention them um so the first one this is horrible italy has begun removing gay mothers from birth certificates i've seen Hmm. this so it was announced back in March that state agencies could no longer register children of same-sex couples, uh, something that caused riots in Milan, and now families have begun receiving letters from the state telling parents that they have been removed from the child's birth certificate. In all these cases, it is the non-biological mother that's been removed.
3: Yeah. This is disgusting. Mm. And
2: crazy that it's, it's like sweeping Europe. In
3: Italy, this is happening.
4: Like, what the hell? Italy, actually, in comparison to like, sort of like... Some countries in Europe, France, great... where the shout out. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great for LGBT rights. You can't actually get married in Italy. Oh right, you can only have a civil and partnership. And their Prime right.
2: Minister, she is like right-winged right wing Hitler. So actually,
4: it's interesting you said that. Um, it's Georgia Maloney, and mm. she's been described Georgia Maloney,
2: full of <laughs> fucking baloney.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but she's been described as Italy's first far right Prime Minister yeah. since the Second World War. Yeah. What the hell? Um And it is it, literally because of her. So. uh she is from the Brothers of Italy party. Right. And basically, the Brothers of Italy party is the reason why um, LGBT rights aren't great in yeah. Italy in all mm. cases. And it's actually why uh,
3: homophobia
4: <laughs> bo- has been rising in Italy in the last th- few years. Th- this
3: is what I mean. So you see like the leaders in charge who bring all these laws in and change the laws and make people lose their right to their own children. Yeah. And then you'll see the homophobia and transphobia rise as well, which is kind of what's happening here. It's happening in America. We just we need to be on the lookout, really.
4: I think what's scary as well is it's actually, there's actually a coalition currently in Italy. And obviously, the point of a coalition is you've elected two parties and they're supposed to keep each other in check, basically.
3: Why is the other party then not being like, what are you doing?
4: They're both right-wing. Oh, they're okay. Both right-wing so they're egging each other on to yeah. do this shit. So right. it's just, it's kind of swept through. Um the other things that the, brother, the Brothers of Italy party has done, um, so in 2014, they pushed to block legislation that would have counted violence against LGBTQ plus people as a hate crime, um, and that was blocked. And uh, one of the reasons they justified this was free speech.
3: So you can just, uh, well, it's, it's, not it's, not can exactly. 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 it's not speech. You um, can whack someone in that face. It's not
4: speech. And then when they came into power, it is exactly what you said, Um People were worried that they could lose civil partnerships yeah. and the homophobic attacks would get worse uh, because of the stance of some of its politicians. The minister from that party got appointed Families and Equal Opportunities Minister is actually someone who believes that access to civil partnerships has damaged traditional families in Italy. So uh, things aren't great there at the minute. It's, we're going to start seeing people
2: worse. flee. Italy, Italy, yeah, hundred percent. Well, that's it. Because, but where's where to? It's, it's only it's going that way here. Exactly. And I think as well, this is why. This is what. And I've probably said this a million times, but this is why it really sickens me to the core when we get gay and lesbians older, usually. Yeah. Who are the LGB. Right. No tea. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, do you really think all these chums that you're making? These yeah. far-right extremists who agree with you on this, once we've got rid of this tea, if you will, if, in their mind, Mine's, which we yeah, won't, yeah. we won't, you know, that's facts. But, you know, they're not going to come for you next. Like, it's just, it's very narrow-minded and it's, it's really sad. But, like you say, we need to be together, stronger, better. And my heart goes out to Italy. Yeah, same. I almost feel powerless when we talk about stuff like this because it, I feel like I'm... I kind of feel like, remember, growing up thinking, oh, it's fine, like, everything's mm. great to be gay here. And the older I get, the more I realise it's so fucking not. Yeah, it's getting worse. It's getting worse again. Give me some good news, please, Sam.
4: I'll give you one more bad one and no. then we'll do a fun one. Because did you see Matt Healy's... Oh uh, yeah, i I'm, I'm go- we can
2: talk about this because I, I I know about this.
4: I don't know about it. Okay, so here's the thing. So the story last week mm. is uh Matt Healy, 1975, um the guy who inspired the rap from Flushed Away, Pink Denise son. son. Pink so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um when the 1975 performed in Malaysia last week, he kissed a Guitarist. bandmate, yeah, yeah, to um it's like a LGBT activism stance Flap. against the no. homosexual acts. Oh. Uh, sorry, against the homosexual laws in there, because homosexual acts are punishable by 20 years in prison. Oh, okay. Now, the update on this hmm. is that that may have caused more harm than good. percent. Right. So, it also, it was, did you did you see it? It was then? very self-serving. It, I'm glad you said that. It was self-serving. It was the most hetty queer activism I've ever seen okay. Yeah. so it's somehow felt homophobic uh, <laughs> for the kids he said I don't see the point of inviting 1975 to a country then telling us who we can have sex with um, like he was going to shag a man anyway unfortunately you don't have um a load of uplifting songs because I'm fucking furious. It's not fair on you. You're not representative of the government. You're young people, blah, 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 blah. blah. Um, obviously, he's drinking wine as he's doing this. He's like, He then kisses as a bandmate. It's like a form of protest.
3: Right, so it's like a pissed uncle at a wedding.
4: Yeah. Right. And
3: I'm all right with gays, me. Watch me kiss this man. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> got Yeah. So the band have since been banned from Malaysia. Um, and the festival, they were actually got cancelled altogether. Canceled. Yeah, it was only day one of three. So
2: think of all the vendors... Right. All the other artists that mm-hmm. missed their gigs, that got cancelled, all the missed wages, right. all the people that travelled to the festival that didn't happen. And now, sorry to jump on this, Sam, now they're, they're making the laws stricter. So it's actually, oh, it's, it's, it's almost made like, it worse. it's made it worse. It's it, Why accept the gig? Would right. have been better to not accept the gig and say, we're not going to perform here because this is what we believe. There's our stance. Right. Instead, they took the money. Got you. fucked and ruined it for everyone else.
3: Well, we have seen like people in the past do it, like Lady Gaga performed in Russia and did a statement. L- Little Mix have gone to Dubai and put an LGBT flag up and said we stand with you. So it's not unheard of that people have done this, but this is the first time I think we've ever heard it backfire. Really? That's true. I, I think it's all about context. And to be honest,
4: I think this was kind of waiting to happen. Right. Because basically what's happened is, so it's exactly what Danny said, right, all these things got cancelled, so vendors are furious, they've lost loads of money, the other artists are furious, the politicians are furious, and all that anger is now being directed at LGBTQ plus people. Right. So people, queer people in Malaysia, are actually more worried about their safety. Right. And now they feel like there's an increase of stigma, and they're worried there's going to be more hate crime. Um, Also, to make it worse, um, Malaysia have state elections coming up. So obviously LGBT rights were already something that are being debated mm-hmm. and now they are being debated again very angrily at a very pivotal moment in politics. Right. So he's really fucked up and dipped. Um, and yet there have been implications already, like Danny said, they're doing tighter checks on artists that are going to be allowed to form probably means there's going to be a decrease in LGBTQ plus representation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um Abroad, Um look, there's been some pats on the back from Matty Healy, most notably from his mom Pink. and um <laughs> <laughs> and Peter Thatchell, who's a prominent LGBT activist. Who, yeah, but
2: he's problematic to me, Peter Thatchell. Yeah,
4: he is. He he critiqued the people is that who critiquing him. Peter Thatchell, that's what I yeah, thought. Yeah, of. yeah. Peter. Um, Peter. Peter. <laughs> but he critiqued the people who are critiquing Matty Healy. Now, just, I think what's notable is neither of them are queer people living in Malaysia. Yeah, of, of course, I mean? yeah. Um, I, think... I also
2: have to say, I th- I, 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 kind of i am split into two with Peter, Peter. Because <laughs> I think while he's done a lot of good work over the years, I mm-hmm. feel like his style of... What do you call it? Protest. His style of activism, activism speech, is, like. is outdated. He he as a as a cis privileged white male goes and inserts himself into different foreign countries and gets himself arrested to make a statement and then can leave again and it's all okay. Right. It's like his style of activism is just a bit outdated to me.
4: Got you. Yeah. That's the problem here, right? Yeah. It's the whole like, oh well, I'm gonna cause a scene and dip. Do you right, know what I mean, okay. because it doesn't affect me. Got you. And it's a bit tone deaf. Yeah. Got right. For the people that are sitting there living with the. Um, the
2: fear of being fucking beaten yeah, up. Yeah, and on the, the consequences. Got you. Or um, can't come out and are married in relation. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, the real yeah. people it affects. And I think that's the problem with P- Peter these hmm. days. Back in the day, I feel like, you know, it, it caused a few ruffles and it was important. But I feel like your activism should move on with the times and he's still going in and inserting himself into situations and then. Once he's released from prison, because the fucking British embassy's got his back, he fucks off.
4: Got you. Carmen Rose, a Malaysian drag queen, put it best. Um, they said he gets to fly out of the country and not face consequences, What our people have to face the blunt of what happened. Yeah, and I think that's that's that.
3: I do think the intention there was 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 a good one. Well, it was a good intention, yeah. but, I mean, shit's hit the fan and now he's fucked off. Yeah. And also,
2: it was—it feels a little bit like, because I saw some other things about Matty Healy. Again, it was all read online. Some of it was from other artists at the festival saying he was really drunk before they went on. He was ah, really A bit of a knob. A bit of a knob. And he was like, I'm going to do this. And people were like, you really shouldn't. And he was yeah. like, I'm fucking Matty Healy. I'm going to do it. You know what? Oh,
4: yeah. like, if you're going to be the person to a, have a, queer activism kiss don't be the person that has already been controversial for kissing underage performers on stage oh. not performers audience members yeah oh. underage audience members on stage right. do you know what I mean, like it's just the whole thing's a bit tone deaf you're not the right person to do this yeah and also like just don't go in the first place turn it down turn it down publicly yeah. don't take the yeah. money like yeah i don't know anyway good news, <laughs> good news. let's have some good news Have either of you seen barbie
2: no, no, we couldn't get tickets. I such bad games.
4: Loved it. Oh, was it, it was good? So good. It was so so good. I did Barbenheimer. Oh, so you did both. So I did Oppenheimer, brunch, Barbie.
3: Okay. Did you get drunk at brunch? A tipsy. Right. So was the film better because you were tipsy, or was it a good film in general? No,
4: I was sober enough for the film. Okay. Good. It was a good film. I really enjoyed it. No
3: spoilers, please, because we're going next week to see it. So I've heard only good things, and I've even heard the some, fact
2: it rattles some
3: right wingers. I've oh, heard some bad things. The people who Whoa. I'm like, right, I'm gonna say it now.
4: The people who are upset about this film um, are trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. When you so I, I use Letterbox. It's a film. It's an app to like rate films. Yeah. And uh, when you go to <laughs> the one star and half a star reviews, that all people upset about the. Feminism tones, basically. <laughs> <laughs> that's Yeah, it. Okay. every single one is that just rate it higher to me. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, um, so that's the main critique it's getting. To be honest, it's a lot of fun. It's enjoyable. Cool. It's camp, cuckoo crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> so cuckoo. not a spoiler, but an Easter egg that you can look out for now. Okay. Really yeah. Reference? Are we um, going with? Here? There is also a reference, yeah. but that's is not he? the one. Mm-hmm. So. um one of the Easter eggs uh, that has come out from the Barbie movie was the inclusion of Earring Magic Ken, played by Tom Stoughton. And He was in a UK sitcom called Siblings, if you ever saw it. No. Oh, I loved it. Anyway, Earring Magic Ken is who we're talking about. He was featured in this film and it was like, oh my God, I can't believe he was featured in this film. Yeah. Do you know why that's like a thing I want to talk about? No. Earring <laughs> Magic Ken is a queer icon
3: earring magic can is this magic a dog
4: yes is it's this a doll. got an
3: earring in it Oh, uh, unlike well, yes. the left side for the day side yes right. exactly
4: so all, <laughs> when you go see the film all the barbies that are in there are actual barbies not yeah references it's a very referential film um so people were buzzing when earring magic ken was referenced now
3: is he camping it? It, it i, s- I it's, suppose it's, all kinds of right. camp. camp yeah
2: Fucking so, <laughs> i bleach me air to try and be like a ken this week <laughs> <laughs>
4: You are very Ken today, actually. Very Very Ken Ken doll. doll. Very Ken doll. Oh, not gothy. I'm not into (laughs) scat. (laughs) I feel
2: like we're going to be in for a while with the Barbie hands. (laughs) (laughs) She's got a fucking t-shirt and everything. I'm just getting a drink and something in. Yeah, it's great.
4: (laughs) So here's why... Earring Magic Ken is a queer icon. So he was made in 1993 to coincide with Earring Magic Barbie. The year
3: that I was born.
4: Earring Magic Ken, you very Earring Magic Ken Thank vibes. Thank you. Um, which, as far as I can tell, Earring Magic Barbie was just Barbie with earrings. Like, they okay, yeah, earrings. I got, yeah, In order to make this Ken, uh, Mattel would send people down to clubs to take note of what was in fashion at the time and model Ken's style around that. Wow. What they found.
2: And they went to GAY Manchester yeah. on the balcony. Well, here's the thing.
4: What they found was that having your left ear was really popular with men. What they didn't realise hmm. is that having your left ear pierce was a way that gay men could identify other gay men on the down low.
3: Right, um, fab.
4: And that all the men that they'd styled Ken after were actually gay they just didn't realise fab that's probably also why Earring Magic Ken comes in a mesh top it's probably also why Earring Magic Ken comes with a large silver ring around a necklace because Mattel employees didn't realise at the time that all these gay men were wearing cock rings around their neck <gasps> which is why how
3: big are their cocks <laughs> to fit around the neck <laughs> but it's well, not the neck only like
4: li- a <laughs> necklace ah, then a cock ring got you. okay <laughs> Jesus Christ I'm
3: thinking fucking how big is
4: that? so this is why <laughs> by earring magic Ken is also referred to as Cochrane Ken <laughs> Far. I
2: can't wait to go and see Cochrane Ken I'm going like to be like in the cinema Cochrane Ken it's <laughs> only, I love you it's only yeah. for a few seconds marry me
4: it's only for a brief little cameo um but yeah, this doll got released without anyone realising until gay men were like, why have they made gay Ken? Fuck. Uh, what's this about? When we got back to Mattel, I don't know how long that took. The doll got discontinued, but it still lives on like in the bottom of the movie. Aww. Wow. When you want to spot it, yeah. um, it's right towards the end. It's literally for like, two shots. It's more just like a fun Easter egg. But Cochrane Ken is next to another Ken that people called Sugar Daddy Ken um, because it looks like a sugar daddy. That's played by Rob Brydon. So Ooh, when you see Rob, Rob Brydon,
2: Brydon is right. it. Just
4: literally just like one shot. The amount of cameos in this film is insane. But you've got Rob Brydon. He's Sugar Daddy Ken. Next to him is uh, Tom S- Storben. Yeah, and he's Cochrane Ken. Uh, do you want
2: to know a fun fact about the Barbie film?
4: Go on. I'd love to.
2: Um, two dancers off the season four tour, if anyone came to see that. Uh, Danny and Alex are in the film. They were dancers. Oh. Wow. And basically, they were employed to do the dance sequence, and mm. they filmed that very early on. And then they got these extras in, and the di- the, the female director was like, none of these extras are given what we need for this Barbie world. Right. Got all the dancers in on, like, Full Dance of Witch. Yeah. And they basically did this film for three months had they all had these dancers so danny right. if you go on danny's like insta he's got all pics of him like on the set like fab. looking like ken he looks fab and so does alex he had alex had to do like a big beard and all things and different shit in it but yeah two of the dancers off the season four drag race uk tour oh shit oh, sorry your pencil around i know
4: was oh, it greta greg must love british sitcoms because half the cast of sex education are in it
3: really yeah well it was filmed in britain a lot of it as well so maybe that's why oh, really yeah. possibly
4: nicola oh, the one from dairy girls she's in it she's a, again brief cameo wow she's a barbie, the it, yeah?
3: amount of cameos in it, it insane. well i can't wait to see the barbie film uh super excited um,
2: super excited are we gonna go in pink i'm gonna go in pink i'm gonna dress you're
3: up no
4: yeah you, you can borrow my barbie and top you're if you fucking like
2: 30. i'm going as cochrane ken
4: you are <laughs> going as he... you're going cruising <laughs> right
2: let's well, move on with
3: the show thank no, you Sam yeah, we love you, the Sam.
2: today whoop, whoop. actually it's the end of the show it is
3: the end yeah. of the show that thank you everybody fucking flown by flown by thank you for tuning in remember Mondays we've got a sloppy bonus second episode which is all about you the listeners so make sure you get in touch with us so we actually have content for that show yeah
2: we love listeners voice notes we love them We'll love a voice note because it means that we don't have to read and, like, we struggle.
3: Exactly. So, yeah. So, if you
2: actually like us, you'll help us out.
3: Definitely. Right. Well, that's it. Have a fab weekend.
2: See you Monday. And See you the... Monday, Sam. Do we have See any other notes? See you a... Monday, Lucas. You can't hear him, but he said it through <laughs> <my> screen. <laughs> the screen.
1: The Gossip gays. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Finally, 12 points to the United Kingdom.
2: 12 points go to the United Kingdom.
4: Apologies for interrupting your podcast, but we wanted to tell you about our show that we think you might enjoy. We're Robin James, the hosts of The Eurotrip, the world's favourite Eurovision podcast. Join us every week as we build up to this year's contest in Malmö in Sweden. We'll be chatting to the artists, the fans and the people behind the world's biggest TV spectacular <laughs> – Here's a taste of what you can expect. If
2: the BBC rang you, Petra, to come and host a a show, would you do it? In a heartbeat. I mean, our ambition is to win and for it to be another watershed moment for Eurovision for the UK.
4: Queen Laureen, Eurovision winner. Did you ever think you would be back here again?
1: I get goosebumps. No way!
3: Just search The Eurotrip wherever you listen to podcasts.